Back with the Property Pod, episode 37, the final episode for 2019. I am your host, Aaron, and I'm joined, as usual, with Johnny Mac and Patty Berry. Hey, boys. Merry Christmas. Hey. Ho, ho, ho. Someone is in the mood. Just. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, Dan. Is it episode 37? I'm, I'm really actually proud of that effort. Well, like, uh, yeah. What, what did we say? How many did we said if we, we've got to get past? 13 is apparently the death number. Like the death number. Yeah kind of don't get past 13 that's kind of when people lose interest or lose steam and right. fall on their sword but mm-hmm. yeah 37 we've basically almost tripled that yeah done we're so good. we're kicking butt i'm happy with that it's funny i wanted to actually talk today about kind of how far we've come and what we what we started at mm. and i might try and intercut some clips in of some stuff from the past, just kind of, you know, like Ooh, a... Um, love a good clip show. Like a clip show, like your Seinfelds or your friends where they've like run out of money for the season and they're like... <laughs> run out of ideas. Run out of ideas. It's like, oh, we'll just play a clip show. Everyone will be fine. That'll get us to our so quota. is this our falling on sword episode? No. <laughs> You're no. going to flash it back <laughs> to some clips and say, thanks for listening. That's all, folks. <laughs> no, I just thought we would we could go back in time and, and listen to some of the things because I listened back to episode one the other day. Yeah. And it is rough, boys. Yeah, yep. We've come a long way. I wouldn't recommend anyone going back and listening directly to it. And I'm actually contemplating spending some time re-editing it. Yep. Just on the idea that maybe people, when they join the show, they go straight back to start at the start. And And they go, that's terrible. I've thought thought that a couple of times that we'd actually re-record episode one just so it doesn't sound so bad when you (laughs) – oh, let's get on this. (laughs) The worst part is that most people don't know – that's actually the second recording of yeah. episode one already. Yeah. So can we go to a third time? <laughs> well, uh, wait, uh, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah, so just for uh, a little tidbit at this Christmas episode, we we did a pilot episode and it was even worse than the pilot episode. Yeah. Like it was – and it sounded like we were in a cave. We were so nervous we kind of just rambled even worse than we did on that one. Mm. And it sounded like – Just rambled. Isn't that what we do every week? No, but this was like mega long pauses and I've listened back to the pilot pilot and it – Oh, the, the, very, the original one? The original yeah, one. No, yeah, and I'd, I'd had a massive night the night before yeah, too. So I, I remember, I yeah, I drunk. think your eyes were – yeah. Red and glassy. Yeah. We're like, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna survive this morning. Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, got this. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I thought I'd, I'd go back and I might actually go back and fix episode one. Mm-hmm. Just try and kind of see how you go. Bring people back in because if people do go all the way back to start, I know when I start podcasts, I often will go back to the start or start early on. But mm. I think now we're getting to a point where people might just jump in at any stage. So people that jump in at any stage might find that this clip show is a very good one, Pat. Because they can hear some of our favourite things from the year. Exactly. So speaking of favourite things for the year, uh, anything jump to mind, kind of favourite guests, favourite episodes, anything that you guys think that is uh, is notable that we've kind of crossed in? The first one that popped to mind without – because I was going to prepare it before, but I wanted the question to ask and see what happens. I think the first one <laughs> – yeah. Is that code from unprepared? And I'm just going to sound like I knew what I'm doing this whole time. I want to sound like I'm on top of this. Yeah, you well, should be in real estate. The, the answer was exactly the same on both fronts, but it was Blake Smedley. I, I think uh, as a he's just a really positive um, uh, person to listen to who's 
making a lot of smart moves, but getting the right advice along the way. Yeah, yeah. Um, to you know, build up a you know a, a, his own little nest egg in real estate over the course of his life. I know, I just think that's a really good one to. We're lucky to find him. Actually, that's actually a cracking answer because yeah. uh, my partner's only listened to about seven or eight episodes, but one of them that she's listened to is that's Blake's eight or episode. nine more than my wife's listened to. <laughs> <laughs> It's because you upset her by getting John's mum on as the property manager and not your wife. So just on principle alone, she won't show up. It must be what it is. But, yeah, so Sarah has only listened to seven or eight episodes, but the Blake one, mm. she's been at me. She's like, do you think we could get an investment property? Do you think that's something we should look into? Like, that sounds really good. And she's brought it up a few times. Yeah. And I'm like, where's this idea come from? She's like, oh, that guy on the podcast. Yeah. So it's actually worked. What, yeah. we, what we attempted is paid off yeah yeah exactly that makes sense um yeah shout out to blake classic episode killed mm. it mm. jumped on the banter train and just ran with it <laughs> yeah. so uh tell us a bit about yourself blake other than uh you met pat and he roped you into talking yeah on here. yeah well so um basically i'm a i tassie local yep so raised here around the kind of northern suburbs area i guess what sure. all started was it was me and me and a mate um, talking about, I don't know, just time with the whole idea of you know, the financial freedom kind of thing, the one that everyone, everyone get loves. out of chasing, yeah, everyone's get chasing, out of, get chasing. Out of the rat race, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Of course, everyone's talking about it. But and then, was pretty you know, clear just the, on what kind of property I wanted to get as an investment. Yep. So it was like I want something that is on the more affordable side of things. You know, for at least my first investment property, and I'm pretty young, can't really afford too much else. But I wanted to have the the highest rental. Yield, I suppose, or the highest rental income for what I'm paying. Of course, yep, makes yep. sense. Yeah, right, pretty basic. So uh, that automatically, you know, the, the suburbs that kind of tick both those boxes became pretty clear pretty quickly. For sure. Yep. And I also wanted to make sure it was around areas that I was familiar with. Yeah, he did He did fit in that chair quite well. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he ratted on me a fair <laughs> bit. That was your fault. <laughs> but what I do like is John's gone down the serious note as his favourite guest, where I went back and I was thinking what was my favourite guest. And I think it was actually Paul from realestate.com.au. Oh, really? Yeah. Mainly because I love that he ratted on you so much, <laughs> J-Mac. <laughs> any opportunity just to load shit on you. <laughs> yeah, good yeah everyone enjoys that. <laughs> Is this where he shouted out like fifty percent of the, or ninety yeah. percent of the people in the ninety percent of the people in the country use one of his products, but only fifty yeah. percent of the people in the room <laughs> fit into that category? Hey, if we've still got a ninety nine percent success sell rate, I was like, I don't care, load it up, Paul. I'm not spending extra money on you. <laughs> Obviously, and we have an advertising vertical, if you like. So we have Premier, which about ninety eight percent of the agents in Tassie are on. Yep. So if you think of that I, back to I can't to you, believe you wouldn't be on it personally. Well, I, I, amazingly, yeah. I, you know. I, 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 what do you go? Yeah. In, this room, in this room, it's 50-50. Uh, but if you step outside, it's about 98 yeah. uh, You're on it, aren't you, Pat? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Read into that what you made. Hey, hey, what, hey, Paige, what do you think from Bendigo? <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I like how we've both looked at that from a different approach, John. You're yeah. like really analytical, trying to offer some value to the client where I'm like, Ah, oh, John, get it on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have some fun. <laughs> Look, one thing I'm actually, I'm really proud of the fact we've come this far. Oh, like yeah. After, and, I, you know, I, I actually feel much more relaxed in this chair, certainly than we did at the start. And I didn't know you know, how far we'd be able to carry it, carry it forward. But the fact we've come to episode 37, carried it through to the end of the year, we've still got more stuff, to, you know, ready to talk about in the new year. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm, it's, it's just really exciting that we've got a, an up-and-running podcast. Yeah, and, well... Look, and, and, it's, and, and it's on my LinkedIn profile now. 
podcast host. Look out. Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. 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 No, well, look, I've been getting feedback actually just on the weekend. I got two extra emails from people kind of giving us our feedback like like we asked for in another episode. We still have people reaching out to us. Yeah, cool. And I know when we started I was like, well, this is an extra job for me to do. So I'm mm. happy to kind of just see where it travels. And now, you know, people are reaching out to us and people are finding the podcast and well, and there's, an, there's another shout-out I want to do, too, to a friend, um, Phil Donnelly. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's, he's been with us all the way since the beginning, and every time I catch up at the, um, the fa- family barbecues, like, Johnny's still listening, that was a good one. Yeah, so yeah. shout-out, Phil. Thanks for your support, mate. As another flashback, maybe you can go back and find all John's shout-outs. <laughs> shout-out, Mad Dog. Yeah. Shout-out. I still want to get You know some, who you yeah. are, mate. <laughs> I still think we should get some, uh, what do you call it, mer- a bit sweet merch. Sweet, sweet merch. <laughs> well, you're wearing the Star Wars uh, hat this morning, Pat, so I am. We are, we're all fans of merch. That's because Aaron and I are running on coffee this morning because yeah. we did attend Star Wars last night. I was trying not to bring it up because I'm worried he's going to get off on a tangent for like hours about the movie, mm. but... I did like... So generally uh, in the preparation stage of all this, we'll send through a draft of the show notes and everyone will go through it and mm. we'll kind of work it out. And Pat, for this week, knowing that we had a midnight session of the latest Star Wars sent through to the group, Aaron will discuss the Rise of Skywalker for two hours. No <laughs> show done. Yeah, show done. No need for any more uh, info. Hey, Ed, I was really happy with that show notes. <laughs> yeah, look, and yeah. if you guys want it, I can do it. I'll, <laughs> I'll break it down scene by scene. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> no, we better stay on topic. It's yes. all about the show. It's not about Star Wars. You can set to your own separate Star Wars podcast if you want. I've contemplated it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have thought about that. I could talk Star Wars for days. I won't, but if anyone wants Aww. a... <laughs> yeah, we'll put a poll out. Yeah, if anyone, <laughs> if anyone would like us to pivot the property podcast to a Star Wars related one, yeah. I can make it happen. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess we can look into the value of properties on different planets. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I've just been rewatching Rick and Morty again, and you know that's that's carved all around the universe. So there's plenty of shows that we could reference. <laughs> Look, I'm happy to go sci-fi. We can make this the sci-fi property pod. It might be a point of difference <laughs> for everyone out there. But speaking of topics, kind of uh, what kind of stuff have we enjoyed covering over the over the gamut of the 37 episodes? I think for me it's always come back to educating first home buyers. Yep. Like it's been fun talking to other people like investors and like teaching people how to sell their home and that. But I think – First home buyers is probably the most important one out there. Um, it's the people that know the least amount of property. When you've sold a house or you're selling a home, you've already been through the process of buying it, so you've got a little bit of understanding. Yeah, yeah. But for a first home buyer, they have not a clue. Ah, so yeah. the episodes where we've talked about how you get finance, um, what to look out for, how to make an offer, those type of things, I think they're very valuable episodes for a lot of people. Well, for me too, that actually – it's a real test of, well, do I know the knowledge or do I actually really know what I'm talking about? Because if well, – as a practitioner – What right? did you decide on that, John? <laughs> <laughs> Jury's out. <laughs> <laughs> Jury's out. But as a practitioner, it's really hard to have a fresh set of eyes on just where a, a person truly is. So I've actually really enjoyed having those questions sent into us, um, especially where – Either there's been questions we just haven't quite answered, or I've got people that have um, just come in with a you know fresh set of eyes yep. and sort of challenged us a bit to go. Well, how actually how would we coach someone through that process? Yeah, yeah. And I've really enjoyed my knowledge being tested because it's actually forced us to actually go back, do the research, and be able to formulate a sound answer. Yeah, I think that was something we brought up on another episode. It was was even if no one out there was listening, me sitting here from the outside, not knowing real estate, you guys seem to have become better operators mm. just from 
talking it out loud and discussing the topics, being like, oh, I haven't thought of it that way or like you kind of all bounce off each other, which is when this all started at the coffee shop and you guys would talk shop and I'd be like, oh, I'm still listening even though I kind of – I just take the photos. I don't really – Yeah. actually, what about when I tried to um, sell that house <laughs> to the coffee shop guy the other day? The the John up at the coffee shop, yep. the, um, he's looking for a house. He's just had a baby mm. and he's like, oh, if you ever see anything, you know, that might suit me, let me know. And he gave me this list or gave me and Pat this list of things. Like price range, areas, what type oh, of home. Stuff. You know, the yeah. standard thing a purchaser gives you. Yep. And so I've – I've taken this one out in tea tree. It's this nice little cottage. Everything's really nice. I'm like, man, I reckon John from the coffee shop would really, really like this place. Like I've mm. just got a vibe. Like it ticks off all those things in my head. So I've gone in and been, John, like, yeah, I've got this. Which actually is very dangerous to do. You should never kind of cross the line of friendship and business with your coffee shop owner. because Right. Yeah, because he's. Coffee up, yeah. You can, can mess with your coffee, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Burn the burn the milk. But then, so I've gone in. I've told him about it. I said, "Oh yeah, this one. I'll try and send you through the info. You could be the guy." Mm. So I went into the coffee shop Saturday after I saw you in the car park, and mm. John's taking my order. He's like, "So Pat, Aaron came to me the other day about this property." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know the one. The one out of tea tree." It's like. Tell him to stick to photos because he has no idea about what I'm actually looking for in a house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't like that one? He's like, why would I want that? <laughs> I was like, ouch. Well, at least we know what you don't want. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole time all I'm thinking is, far out, I'm glad Aaron got to him before yeah. I did. Yeah. I was going to suggest the same out. But that's the thing is that you, you know, you're trying to help John out. He's like, because you, you think, he gives you what he thinks. You know. Oh, in my head it ticked every box. Yeah, exactly. But then I actually afterwards I was like, oh, like I've told him that it's this really good property. What if he looks at it and hates it? <laughs> yeah. And then he did. <laughs> yeah. But at least he was honest enough to just be like, no, nah, mate, mate, like your you, way That's Jesus Christ. Jesus, stick to your photos, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, at least your next one's going to be right on point, you know. Oh, there won't be a next one. Yeah, he's burned his bridges. He's like, <laughs> nah. <laughs> you find your own damn place. <laughs> No, so that's my uh, venture into the property game. Yeah. I'm more than happy to stay on my side of the fence and kind of throw the layups to you boys. But um, no, you got to go for it. That's that's the thing you learn early on. It's that's why that that line I said a couple of weeks ago is that you know we make decisions on emotions and justify with logic. Yeah. Because sometimes it just doesn't make any sense. So you just got to have a swing. Just have a swing. Just swing for the just, fences. Just swing for the fences. You know. <laughs> missed, well, that's it. Didn't didn't Michael Jordan become the best because he, he missed more shots than anyone else or something? He missed more game winning shots than any other basketballer at his, at his time. That's a Macism. I haven't had one of those for a few weeks. Yeah. So what was it? He missed more shots. Then he, I think it was what he, one of his quotes was he missed more game-winning shots than anyone. And, it was and big, that makes but, him the best? Because he, he took more shots than anyone else. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you got. I guess you got to take the shot. you got to have it. the ball to be able to shoot it. That's it. Yep. All right. Mate, go back to John with some new photos. <laughs> <laughs> I've doubled the house size. Yeah. <laughs> 414 Real Estate has been operating within the northern suburbs of Hobart since 2006. With their innovative approach to marketing and managing your property, they have all your property needs covered. Find out more by visiting them today at 414.com.au. So speaking of the guy who's out of the real estate game generally, um, what happens to real estate at Christmas time? I know it's like a crazy time of year for lots of industries like tradies, drop tools, Kind of, I imagine lots of law firms and things won't be doing contracts and stuff. But what happens if you've got a contract that is settling or closing during this period of time? Well, the challenge is, is the 
banks and solicitors will often off, you know, have all their offices closed. Yeah, so yeah exactly. It, it in it really all those days that fall on public holidays is they basically most of the time they just renegotiate it so it ends up falling on a day that's going to work. Yeah, we've actually often have um, settlements or even tenants move in during this Christmas period. So we end up just working overtime. You, um, like as in sometimes, the, as real yeah. estate agents. I mean, obviously, look, it's our office's preference to be able to – because no one really likes to be able to have that stress over that period. But look, if it happens, in you know, sometimes it will just happen. So you just – Work through it for them. Yeah, um, yeah. But generally speaking, any, any anyone would be trying to negotiate either they're settling this Friday, which is this week, or it's going to now be happening into January. Yeah, so it's either kind of finishing up now yeah. in the next yeah. few days. Ideally. Or then you're going to wait till 2020 and yeah, I think roll with that. Most of my settlements are now 10th of January, 8th of January, so they're sort of that second week in Jan before they're starting to rebook them. Mm. But speaking of... Christmas time in real estate, isn't there some crazy stat that your dad, Paul Berry, <laughs> has – is it like 15 – how – can you t- explain the Christmas Eve it's story? It's not 15. It's only five or six years. That's I, still impressive. I'd have to look. I think it might be six years. Every year on Christmas Eve for the last six, I think it is, he's sold a house on Christmas Eve. Really? But like I don't contract. think it's going to happen this year because he's been spending more time building his new place that he's living in and trying to get that finished so he can actually move into it for Christmas <laughs> than he has been selling homes the last couple of weeks. So, it but still feels like a Christmas What a Christmas miracle. miracle. Yeah, it does like happen. Miracle. <laughs> I'd have to look back. It is like six, five, six, seven years, something like that every, every year on Christmas. So he's had a contract signed on Christmas Eve. Actually, it might be longer because I remember 2010 I got married and the first time it happened was when we were watching our wedding back. So it must have been 2010 was the first so year. Like so nine years. Yeah, nine, yeah, it's longer than you realise. Ah, oh, so he's so close to a decade. he wasn't there to yeah. watch it on Christmas Eve because he was out getting a contract, contract done on a property in Newtown, I remember. So Isn't that amazing? I reckon that was the first time it started and it's been going ever since. So I don't know how – but it was funny. Last year he – had a deal that could have been done the day before, but he purposely held it over to give ah, his yes. position a lot. <laughs> oh, I can't meet that vendor tonight. I'll meet him tomorrow. <laughs> Just to keep his deal alive, yeah, to yeah. keep his tradition going. So the message there is sometimes Christmas miracles are forced. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but if I, I you want, listen to Dad, your pressure's on. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of days to go and you've got to find yourself <laughs> yeah, 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 you've got to hit, sale. You've got to hit double digits, Look, otherwise I, it doesn't count. He'll probably buy, sell something to himself yeah. just to keep it alive. <laughs> I, I shot a nice block of land for him the other day that's ready to launch. Maybe he can sell that in the next few days. Could be a goer. Get it done. Well, I think the whole team should rally around him and if anyone else is working on a sale, they should hand it over to him yeah, so yeah. that he can close it out. Oh, it still counts. <laughs> yeah, I think it still counts. I reckon it. I'd keep the... Christmas tradition rolling. (laughs) Christmas is all about traditions. As a family-run business, First National Real Estate McGregor understands that the property market can be stressful. However, with a strong team in both sales and rentals, we are here to guide you through the property maze. Find out more today at mcgregorfn.com. It doesn't stop though, because if if anyone's got downtime, it just seems if they they're considering starting to move next year, um, you will get inquiries that come through. Like, or you know, you get people visiting for the state for the week, and they'll be like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind having a look at this while I'm there." Yeah, well, mm. yeah, we're open over the Christmas New Year period for exactly that. So yeah. we do restricted hours, ten to two during that, but it's twenty four hours a day still. Like the after hours phone still calls, the yeah. emails still come in, so yeah. you answer them because you don't want to back them up. So yeah, absolutely. nothing changes. But yeah, the office is sort of just closing for shorter 
or opening for shorter hours during that Christmas New Year week. Yeah, and I think a lot of the time too, most people don't want to be disturbing you over that time unless it's really essential. So even where we've got people um, that need to be paying um, rent at the office from time to time, we'll they will just they'll we'll have already had these conversations planning it ahead. Yep. Um, and. I mean, one of the big things that can happen sometimes for people too is that the holiday seasons have a bit of a financial strain on uh, yeah. a lot of people as well. So they're wanting to make sure that they don't miss any of those essential payments. Yeah, yeah. So it's just that um, having that minimum – you're still available, but most of the time people just want to be left alone for this Christmas period anyway. But if, if they're really essential, we'll get the capacity to say, well, look, what are you looking for? What do you, what do you really want to do? And you find out very quickly if someone's – If it's the real if, deal or if it's someone just a time-wasting kind of thing. It's, yeah. And any, any of the work now for any people that, you know, looking to list their property, we've already got those plans for the new year now. Yeah. So on that front, it's just it, – it's all wrapping up aside from what's active. Speaking of um, mm. difficult time of year financially and stuff like that, you guys are doing – I'm not sure if you're doing it in your office, but you guys did a kind of a gift register thing for um, – or the property management team. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. So this year or for the last two years now, our property management team have liaised with our owners to pass a gift on to their tenants. So mm. we give them a couple of different options. They can choose like A, B or C and then we go and get it organised and – handwrite a Christmas card from the owner, not from us, yeah. and deliver it to the tenant. So I think we're delivering 130 of them tomorrow. I think they're doing most of them. So, yeah, yeah it should be Christmas spirit in full swing tomorrow. Well, the, the one I loved when I looked at the kind of way it all was being set up is that people could basically pay a week's rent to their tenant. So I give them a, a week's free rent. So that frees up money in your tenant's pocket. Yeah. To we had a heap of owners that actually took that option up more yeah. than – You'd imagine, like, yeah. you assume a lot of property owners, they want their weekly rent and mm. they need their weekly rent, but it's amazing some of the generosity that some owners have for their tenants just, yeah, it astounds us every year when we do this campaign. So, I remember we, yeah, yeah. we made that video last year with uh, with Parker running up to you and you reading the night before Christmas story, but we changed the words to suit the the story of passing on the gifts and stuff. That was really stuff. cute, actually. It yeah, was, it was super it. cute, yeah. But just I remember filming it and the, the joy that the tenants were receiving from kind of, oh, we've got this gift for you. Like, oh, my goodness. Well, it's just, at, yeah, and that's the thing. It's There's no, there's no reason for it, you know. Like, where it's it's just a gift out of the blue. Yeah. Um, no expectation, which I think is phenomenal. And that was because we, we did it for the first time this year as well. We had 10% of our portfolio take it up, which I think reflecting back on the numbers was very similar for you guys the first year round too, wasn't yeah, it? Yes, so I think we've gone up something like 65% this year on what we did last year. So it's been yeah. a big jump after doing it for the first time last year to now. So, yep. yeah, it's definitely um, something that's getting some traction. And, yeah, the tenants just don't believe it. It's just like, what? Yeah, I, I just I, I think it's such such a nice gesture. And like we said, where it's not, it's not from us that's organising, it's actually from the landlord. So it's – Yeah, you know, it's essentially just a way of – Kind yeah. of being like, we'll facilitate this. It was yeah. actually, yeah, it came from one of my long-term purchases that turned into one of our landlords. He's got four properties with us. Yep. And every year he started ringing up and asking us, can you go get a just a, a movie gift voucher and take it out to each of my tenants just to say thank you for the year? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, started, and we were doing that for him every year and hand-delivering them to these four properties. And from that we're like, well, if this guy does it, I wonder if there's any other owners out there that might be interested. So. Yeah, yeah, we've devised that and it's sort of grown from that and like Cassidy loves it now because he's not having to think about it. We just do it all and we're mm. actually going to him and saying, here's this year's options, which yeah. one do you want to do? And so he's not even having to 
D- think just anymore. ticks a box. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to like mix it up each year. So it's like we've done different gifts this year to what we did last year. So And I liked that it was Hill Street. When I went out to grab some stuff from the car and it was the Hill Street van was there mm. and there was about 60 boxes of these Hill Street hampers. hampers. Oh, and yeah, I was just yeah. like, oh, look at all these. But like, you know, there you go. They're supporting another local business. Well, yeah. So last year we just went to good old Coles and bought Heaps of chocolates, but this year we thought we'd try to help another small business. Well, oh, Hill Street aren't really a small business anymore, but we wanted to help <laughs> yeah, another yeah. A Tassie business out with our, our no, drive this it, year. So, I yeah, just, we work with those guys and they built us some custom hampers, which was really cool. And I um, thought that was a great idea. Yeah. I was like, mm. you know, that's kind of paying it forward across the whole kind of small business gamut. I was like, yeah, well played. Yeah, so we'll see what we can come up with next year. Yeah, yeah. Just um, maybe uh, which Flora, everyone that's a client to um, to Tahiti, you know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just this mass exodus out of Tasmania for a week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> you got to dream big, okay? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, exactly. That's one way to send yourself broke. Yeah, that's how, that's how Michael Jordan missed that's all them yeah. shots. Woo. <laughs> 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 All right, I think we're getting close to the end of the uh, final show of the year. Um, it's been it's been a blast getting this far. What do we see happening next year? What do we see happening with the real estate market in 2020? And what do we see happening with the property pod in 2020? We'll start with the market, I suppose. The way that I would see it, and probably advice from people much smarter than me, is Hobart fundamentally, uh, where the last boom started between 2001 and sort of 2003 was that same surge of urgency like we experienced between 2000, well, 2017 to now. So yep. that, that two years where all of a sudden the days on market went to single digits almost across most most of the suburbs right around Hobart, you know, southern Tasmania. Yeah, yeah. And that growth continued right and through till um, 2010 to some degree, just you know, ever so slowly. But back then the fundamentals were very different because we still had a declining population. There wasn't as much job prospect. Most of that was off the back of um, declining interest rates from at the end of the dot com bubble in the end of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. But this time around, though they've had, you know, if if you've owned a property for the last five years since 2014, 2015, you've gained about nearly 50 to 60 percent. That seems to be the number. So, what will that mean then if you know history repeats itself at the end of this real estate cycle well the difference now being is that we've got we've we actually have a housing shortage you know we've got you know job growth and all the all the signals for Tasmania are positive so Tasmania it, on some some suburbs like uh, the peripheral ones like Bridgewater and areas where there was you know uh, available land they pull back by as much as 30% um, but other suburbs like in the northern suburbs and the city they pull back by 10% will that same numbers occur probably not as strong like it did before because yep. the fundamentals are, are so different. So if you know if people are purchasing in Tasmania, I think it'll start to see a return to the mean, which is, look, are, are, they, are they searching for explosive capital growth? Seems unlikely. But the thing is, you still do have the certainty of comparatively, like um, Simon Presnell said, properties within this close to the city are still relatively cheap yep. within, you know, 30 minutes. And they've got such a high demand for tenancy. So if landlords searching for certainty, you know, Hobart's still a very good option. Yep. But if you're, if you're ex- expecting the, the market to grow another 30% of the next 12 months, well, then that's probably being really, really unrealistic. Yeah, well, that's the trousers. I don't think I've that anymore. Yeah, I was going to say. I thought he was going to do like one sentence, but yeah. it's done. Good work, John. That's right, boss. <laughs> well, that, uh, John ticked that question off. Now you've got to tick the other question off. What is happening on the property pod moving uh, forward? Oh, well, hopefully we're going to get some new guests in. Oh. That's something to work out in the new year. I think guests bring a different dynamic to the show and it's always fun to have an extra person on the mic. So yep. we're working hard in 
booking some new people. It's been pretty easy so far to book people, so I think that will continue on. Really want to start exploring and helping educate people a little bit more. Like we've done probably five or six episodes on that, but there's so much more that we can sort of explain the process on a bit better. So that's got to focus heavily on next year. And I've been wanting it for a while. I really want to try some live episodes as well. So mm. you have been wanting this for yeah. a long time because people don't realize how useless we are until we get online. <laughs> so I think that could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see that live can be fine, and then we can edit it for the podcast. So yeah, I'm so that's something that I'd love to give a crack at at yeah. some point next year. So I think that could add a new dynamic to the show as well. Oh so, yeah, I think that'd be a really fun goal to aim for and I dig that. And look, and I encourage anyone who's listening, throw us some, throw us some questions. Yeah, that yeah. was always good fun doing the, uh, the the questions episodes. It's good to know what the people are interested in and what the questions are that are out there. Like I can kind of be the cipher that sends it through, but actually hearing from Patreon Bendigo or uh, my nan every now and then, that's <laughs> always good. I'd love yeah. to get nan on a live show. Jeez, well, that'd be fun. And that's, uh, I guess... So far, we're 37 episodes in. The goal next year is to, to beat that. So Yeah. But look, I can't foresee any issue with not changing this from a weekly show to a daily show, so that makes sense to me, so why not? You want to change it to a daily show? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm having a baby next year, mate. Yeah. <laughs> We've got, we got responsibilities. <laughs> look, I don't really need to. I want to make this my career. I'm not looking to <laughs> sell houses anymore. <laughs> got to get the volume going through. <laughs> Right, are you going to be a content creator from now on? Yeah, there we go. Because <laughs> that's cool. definitely not a flooded market at the moment. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, boys. Well, I reckon we have done a very good job of 37 episodes so far. I'd say that season one wrapped up. We'll come back in 2020 with season two. I reckon we'll take about a three-week break at Yeah, the I think that's mm. the plan, isn't it? So yep. first episode should be the 9th of January. Yep, that sounds pretty good. That sounds like we've all had a bit of a breather, come back refreshed, ready to go. The market will be ready to bounce back into action. And as we'll We'll bounce back. We'll get back to work. Yeah. Woo! Just well, had to thank get that you, in. everybody. Had to get one out. <laughs> <laughs> you would have been great in the Star Wars movie yeah. last night. <laughs> pew, pew. You should have heard there's like a girl at the back who was like in tears at stages and <laughs> she's, there was this big reveal that happened, which I won't say now, but she's like, <gasps> oh, that's just, see, that that makes it worthwhile to go to like to cinema just so you can have that experience with them as well. You know. Pat was asking why everybody was clapping and they're like, the director's not here. He can't hear them clapping. Who's he, who are they clapping to? It's just, just celebrating. It's celebrating life. Yeah. yeah. But it was awkward. One person starts clapping and then everyone else is like, oh, oh shit, should we be clapping too? And then it just started getting like, it just... Oh, yeah, it just it wasn't a, a natural it was thing. Like it, was, it was like, oh, is this, is this, is yeah, it was this just that awkward or? one person. Yeah. And then everyone was like, oh, no, I don't feel bad for that one person. Let's, let's help him out. Let's help a brother out. <laughs> <laughs> well, kudos to the crowd that helped the brother out with the slow clap. <laughs> Hell yeah. And thank you, everybody out there that's listened, uh, that's either joined late, that's joined us right from the start, that's uh, a, uh, a fellow Property Pod listener. We really appreciate your patronage and we'll be back next year. And thank you, everybody, that has been going to be a guest on the show and helped us out with their time. We appreciate that as well. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. Merry Christmas. All the best. Bye. You have been listening to The Property Pod, produced and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Real Estate and McGregor First National Propriety Limited. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss. 
to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied, and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this 